So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. So glad you're joining me. This is episode 154. Oh wow, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, you know, I, um, I want to talk to you about foot care. I know it's not the most exciting um, topic, however, it's an important topic. So, and I, I can I can speak from experience <laughs> about this because I am currently struggling with a really um, now infected toe, uh, big toe, yeah, and uh, and so it just has been on my mind because people with diabetes um, often get foot, have foot issues. Okay. And, and our feet are so neglected that we just neglect them or many of us do. I do. Okay. Let's put it that way. Uh, you don't give them much thought until they start to hurt. And, um, you know, I did what many people do. I, uh, hiked for on a, a huge hike and wore some old shoes, old boots that probably should have um, been retired long ago, but I'm like, eh, I don't hike that much. I'll just wear these. Uh, and, you know, just the repeated motion of coming downhill, um, you know, for nine miles, going up nine miles, but coming downhill nine miles, uh, just that constant repeated of that toe hitting the front of the, the boot um, really injured my toe. And my toenail was probably a little too long. And so, of course, it hurt. But then I was like, oh, it'll be fine. And after several days, it, it, you know, I couldn't wear shoes. I was, couldn't have a sheet or anything laying on. It was pretty painful. Still able to walk around, um, you know, carefully. Uh, finally went to the doctor or to walk-in care. And the uh, PA said, oh, it's just a contusion. I'm like, okay, so it's not infected. So I felt good about that. Just give it time. Well, I continue to do that. Well, it just continued to not get better. So, um, you know, two weeks in, I still not wearing shoes and struggling around, realized it was actually getting worse. And so I went to an um, MD, a doctor, and had to get on some antibiotics, which adds a whole nother host of things, right? If you don't take medications well, um, definitely um, anytime you take a medication, as you know, that it, it fixes one thing, but there's side effects with other things. So uh, that is why I am not a huge medicine person and put it off as long as possible. And, you know, really ask the doctor, is there any other way? And he's like, at this point, no. So, um, so anyway, you know, uh, 
because when you take antibiotics, it, it can mess up your microbiome and kind of all your little microbes. And, you know, there's just different schools of thought of whether you should be taking a probiotic, which there's not a lot of research that shows that that helps when you take antibiotics. Um, so just, you know, for me, I just really load up on my um, high fiber stuff, you know, my fruits and vegetables and legumes and stuff and, and kind of balance out my microbiome through food um, and just take the antibiotic like I'm supposed to and, and then just move forward. So, um, but you know, they often make me very sick. And so I really, really sympathize for people that are on, um, and I take daily medicine as well, on medicines that uh, impact you, okay? So that's why I'm a huge proponent um, with diabetes to find a way to uh, reduce or get off your medications, right? The goal is always to get off. If we can't get there, at least let's reduce. Um, and maybe just take one versus three type things. So, um, but anyway, but foot care um, has really been forefront, right? Because when your foot hurts, it really impacts your life. And if you can't wear shoes and you can't walk and, and means you can't really exercise, I mean, it's like this, this spiral. And so if you have type two diabetes, um, foot care is really important because, um, you know, any sort of uh, small cut can turn into a, a serious um, injury and, and have consequences, okay? And, um, you know, diabetes sometimes causes nerve damage in your feet, and so you don't really have the feeling to know that you have a, an injury or that it hurts as bad as it, it might. So, and then diabetes, in addition, not only are your, your toes way far away from your heart, okay? Um, and so they don't get the same circulation as other parts of your body do, um, even without diabetes. But then you add diabetes on top of that, and you you know you might have even more reduced blood flow down to those those feet, making it harder for that injury to heal, okay, um, and and to resist infection. And then you think about it, you know, um, your feet. Uh, are down on the ground, walking around, right? Even if you're wearing shoes, um, it, I was wearing open-toed shoes, so I couldn't put anything, you know, so they're exposed to all these um, germs. And, you know, I know when I was down in Fiji, um, barefoot is a way of life down there. And so <clears throat> foot care was a huge thing because they, you know, they didn't wear shoes a lot of the time. And um, and I, I get it. I mean, it's, you're on an island. Who wants to wear shoes? So, you know, just, but it's one of those things. So, but they don't often realize the complications that come with some of the foot injuries so, with their diabetes. So just be aware of that, okay? Um, be, you know, even if it's a, a blister or something small, you know, certainly be aware and watch it and, and don't wait too long to get, um, go to the doctor for it. So, um, some things you can do uh, to really prevent, so you want to prevent, right? It's all about prevention. And so, because you don't even, like, you know, if I was smart, I would have made sure my toenails were cut. I had a good pair of shoes, good pair of socks, got on the hike and, you know, would have prevented the whole thing. Um, but I did not do that. And so now I'm paying the consequences. So some things you can do to prevent um, foot is you know, issues is, you know, inspect your feet daily. Um, you know, check for cuts and blisters and redness or swelling and your nails, right? Check your nail, toenails. And 
um, you know, just uh, really pay attention and then call your doctor if you notice anything. You know best. Like I knew that my toe was probably infected when I went to the, the walk-in clinic because I could just, I had been watching it, right? And I was watching it get worse. And, um, and but, you know, I deferred to the doctor and, and I then I waited too long. So, uh, so just, you know, be your own best advocate. Okay, and if that doctor gives you an answer, go to another one, you know, and just say, you know, the next day I've been watching it and it's getting worse. So, um, yes, take my advice. Uh, And then, you know, definitely, you know, bathe your feet in lukewarm water, Um, you know, wash them, you know, wash them daily and before you go to bed at night. And that way you can inspect them Um, and be gentle with them. Our skin thins as we age. Right. And so it's just it's, you know try to treat, treat your feet really well. Um, there's some advice that says moisturize your feet, but not between your toes. I think, um, you know, because there's not enough air between your toes if you put that moisture in there. So you want to avoid any fungal infections that might grow. And then certainly cut your nails carefully. I mean, because you could easily cut them too short and nick your skin, which would then be a, a place where infection could get in, right? Okay. And then, um, you know, as far as corns and calluses go, go to a podiatrist, okay, or a skilled person to have those um, worked on. Uh, You know, I think that's the the idea is don't do that sort of bathroom surgery yourself type thing, all right? Um, And so, you know, and then wear clean, dry socks and change them regularly, all right? So, um, So those are a few things. I think... You know, they really encourage you to not walk barefoot because, of course, dirt and any sort of injury could happen. And, um, you know, really, if you smoke, stop as much as, much as you can because that affects your circulation as well. OK, and and really just do, you know, regular exams and go to the doctor, you know, get foot exams by a doctor. OK, that's some of the, the best advice, I think. And um you make sure there's no pebbles or anything in your shoes. Get good fitting shoes. And there's websites that have, um, you know, uh, uh, analysis or, you know, they give you kind of a breakdown of some of the best chosen shoes for people with type 2 diabetes. And, you know, kind of like a consumer reports, only it's for shoes for people with diabetes um, and sending us socks. So if you're going to invest any money, I'd invest that in that because, it might be more expensive to buy those shoes and those socks, but what does it save you in, you know, time and money down the road? I mean, if you look at, I've had to go to the doctor twice. All right. That's time out of my office time, you know, money out of my pocket to go. I mean, so you're thinking, Oh, if I just done it right. Initially I would have, you know, saved money and time. Our time is money. So Um, you know, it's not how I want to spend my afternoon going to the doctor. Uh, so that's, that's a few tips for you. I hope those help. Um, please, uh, just, you know, be aware and, you know, uh, treat your feet well. Um, really it's, um, it's one of those things that we take for granted and, you know, people with diabetes, I just talked to a, um, potential client recently and, you know, was, asking, do you have any tingling in your toes? And, and, you know, they were like, yeah, yeah, I do. And it's like, 
okay, that's a, that's a symptom. Okay. You might think it's just something weird happening at the moment, but that's a symptom of possible neuropathy. Um, is it for sure? Maybe not. I hope not, but it's something to tell your doctor about. Okay. And definitely follow up on and pay attention to, because, um, once you have that neuropathy, it's very hard to turn that around. So, um, you want to, kind of be preventative with that. All right. And that's true of diabetes. You want to, time is of the essence with diabetes. So just know that, um, you know, you want to stay ahead of, um, the symptoms and you want to stay ahead of the complications, I should say, uh, and try to manage, go to manage, you know, or reverse the root cause of insulin resistance. That's, that should be your goal. And that's what I do in my program. I work on targeting insulin resistance through diet and um, invisible factors of sleep and stress and, you know, movement. Uh, we work on, you know, all these uh, relationships with food that you might have that make it hard to make behavior habit changes. And it's just, it's 12 weeks of um, me working with you to set up your life, really. And so you can move forward living well with diabetes instead of having diabetes dominate your life. And it's, it's such rewarding work. And I just see such great results for people that commit and are motivated. They commit the time, they commit the money. They, um, you know, have already tried everything else. So they have nothing to lose at this point. Their numbers are going the wrong way. Um, and when they get them going the right way, it's, it is really awesome. (laughs) It's really awesome. So if you're interested, reach out to me. My contact information um, is on the uh, uh, show notes. And uh, I actually host uh, a webinar every Thursday that really goes into insulin resistance and how you can begin targeting that so you can start getting those numbers down. And that that link uh, registers on my show notes. You can find me on Facebook. I'm in the group Women Beating Type 2 Diabetes Together, uh, Robin Withrow Wong. Uh, I did, just did the A1C uh, Jumpstart, uh, you know, five-day A1C Jumpstart group. I, you know, I, I just am out there trying to help people. And, and so my program's called Reverse Diabetes Method, if you want to look that up. Uh, but find me, yeah. You email me, Robin at nutritionwithrobinrdn.com, and um, we can get you started. And there's no time to waste. They're really not. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, Make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.